Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 280. I'm Brando. I'm here with Reiner. We're going to continue the arc of awesome by talking about Obosh the Prey Piercer. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We have a bunch of magic stories to tell, a really great deck to talk about, some people to thank, but before we get to any of that good stuff, we have to thank our official business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com, your source for all your gaming needs. Very much so, and I've got an order, as per usual. Yes. This is how all shows start. I usually have a pending order. Mm-hmm. Fast shipping, by the way. For us, because we're like really close. Yeah. They yeah. just drive here on their way home. They probably could. They're not that close. It's about a 10-hour drive. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Finally pulled the trigger. A la... CCO Fusion 5 promo code to save 5%. Oh, baby. What is it? Foil. Oh. Arid Mesa. I know. It's like... The point is, I got it in the mail. It's coming. It'll be here in a couple days. Save 5% using the promo code. If you do so, you let everybody at Fusion know that their partnership with your boys at CCO is a good one. And you're saving some money on stuff you're going to buy anyway. So... Yeah, very much so. And it goes without saying... Santa's birthday's coming up. If you mm-hmm. want to order some singles, maybe you could sneakily ask some other people in the nation their address and send them a Christmas present courtesy of CCO Fusion 5 and, and CCO at large. Oh, yeah. A good idea. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you can get some sealed product there if you're within Canada. It's a good idea. Yeah. Or get some gaming accessories for the huge nerd in your life. Yes. Yes. Speaking of gaming accessories... You could get those from the CCO Merch and Playmat Kickstarter. Oh, right, yeah. We do have dice. We do have playmats. It is going on. We have shirts. We have prints. We have all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, so here's the thing. Support is unbelievable. I'm still like, I I shit my pants every time I look at the... I know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've sent out a bunch of thank yous on the Discord and on Twitter and to the Patreon supporters through Patreon Messenger. I've done all that, and I'm going to do it again because I don't stop being thankful. (laughs) Okay, I've said thankful. These guys, they can screw off now. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, no, that's not how it works. But I do know, because it happens every year, every year I put out tweet and message and tweet and tweet, hey, get your requests in for altar commissions, Christmas presents, that kind of thing. And every year, December 10th, hey, how much is shipping going to be if I need an altar like for Christmas in eight days from now or 10 (laughs) days from now or whatever? Every single year. And the Kickstarter, I'm afeard, is going to be the same way. There's a bunch of followers. There's a bunch of people that I've talked to that say, it's great. I'm going to support. This is the last podcast that we're going to talk about it being an active thing because... It's the last one before it's over. Yeah. So if you're thinking about supporting... Please do it. The earlier, the better, because it'll help us with some of the logistical things like what city are we getting T-shirts made in, right? What city are the prints being manufactured or printed in? That kind of thing will help us. And it just makes things so much easier for everybody who's involved in the back end of it. Yeah, And if you're watching on YouTube, which you fucking should be, I want you to just take a really good look at us. Take a really, really good look at us. Do we look like people who are going to be great at logistic manufacturing shit? No. no. Okay? Make it easy for us. Yep. 
Okay. Yep. Final thing I want to say is big shout out and thank you to Andre Garcia. Here's the thing. He did the playmat art. He did the token art. You can get the playmat. You can get the prints. You can get the tokens. The tokens are going to be printed like card size. And it's great. He did an actual really good job and he's worked with like, he's worked with, with like other podcasts, other creators, Command Sphere. He's worked with, he's worked with the professor at Tolarian Community College. And I've seen the other works, other thumbnails, other playmats he's done. And he said to me that he really poured himself into this one because he wanted us to do the best job at showcasing like color and high fantasy and he lives in florida he's worked at theme parks he's told me and he channeled his his life experience into this and it was it was a really special thing i think for him and as an artist i know when you make a piece that you really care about you pour yourself into it and it's like you give a piece of yourself away and i think for me in this project i've done that and now i'm giving myself out to cco nation Andre did that with this playmat, and it's really special. If you want it, we're never making it again, right? You mm. can get stickers and dice and stuff on the CCO store. Yeah, there'll be shirts and stuff, but but the playmat's never happening again. So yeah. last chance, go get it. Don't pers- don't procrastinate. It really means a lot to us. Thank you for the support. Agreed. Speaking of support, speaking of CCO Nation, yeah, we've got some patrons. Oh yeah, we've got some patrons to thank. Sevens, I bet. Oh, hard hard seven. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. hit uh-huh. hit the seven out of ten threshold. Stopped. Stopped right there. Yeah. Let's let's thank them. Okay. First one. First one. Increased pledge. Ooh. This is Cohen Mommersteeg. That's this uh, is, oh, that's finger blast mommy two, right? Yes. Yeah. He, he was finger blast. He left. He came back. Finger blast mommy two. Like it. And this is the arc of awesome. Cohen Mommersteeg, actually the guy who inspired the arc he's the guy that wrote the letter oh, neat. saying that cco helped him and if you're on the discord or if you want to talk to him maybe on twitter or wherever or if you see him in the youtube comments because he trolls us in youtube all the time yeah. if you see him say hi say thanks get in touch because he's willing to talk we didn't mention his name last week because i didn't ask him if if he wanted that but he said go ahead the more people who who talk about like well-being and mental health and stuff the better truth truth yeah okay so big F you to him. F you, buddy. Second one, returning patron, Miles Mendoza. We took a picture with him in Vegas. Miles Mendoza. He's a cam girl. Cam girl Mendoza. Cam girl Mendoza. Yeah. First cam girl I ever seen on YouTube. I kept going to like a Mighty Ducks reference on that one, but I, th- I think we did last time yeah. too. But cam girls have a have a reverence inside my heart. Okay. Yeah, I revere them. Weird. S- second one, returner. This is like OGest of patron, like from. Back in the day. Okay. Chris Flynn. He was Chris the Fist. Oh, yeah. That's a good nickname. (laughs) Yeah, he's a a good nickname. Couple new ones. Couple new ones. Couple regular names. Oh. Brian Kelly. It's two first names. Two first names. Uh, Brian Kelly Rippa? Kelly Rippa, like Regis and Kelly? Yeah. Kelly Rippa asshole? Yeah. There we go. Rippa anus. Do not Google. No. No, don't. No. No, no, no. But if you are. You know what my favorite is? Is when, when we say don't Google and Joe flashes the don't Google across the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's sending subliminal messages. Yeah. And then no. people just do it anyway. And, it's, and then they regret it. And, yeah, yeah, always. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever Googled something that, that we say don't Google and it wasn't bad? Uh, I think it happened one time. 
Huh? I think maybe once well, I did in it. three and a half years, one time. It's pretty good. That's all right. That's yeah, pretty it's, good. It's a pretty good success rate. I've been struck by lightning less times. Also good. True. I've been attacked by a shark less times. Yep. Right? Man, I was going to try to go to Mexico this winter. Get nah, attacked by a shark. Not happening. No. no. Not happening. <sighs> Too much media control. Ooh, let's change the subject. <laughs> big shout out. Big thank you. Big F you. To Brian Kelly. Rip asshole. Mm-hmm. Cody Skalicki. Skalis. Skaliski. Skalicki. Skalicki. Oh, no. No. No, but that's a good one. I like that one. That is a good one. I like that one. I like that. That is a good name. I like that. Popped right in there. I like that. Skalicki. Man, I like that. That's a. Don't ever make that noise into the microphone again. <laughs> that people, was my that was my jaw muscles cracking. If you could hear that, people that was who my, aren't people who aren't watching are like, "Ooh, gross!" What happened? <laughs> These guys there? are terrible. Yeah, that was me uh, cracking my jaw into the mic. I'm sorry. Yeah. So here's the thing. Let's keep the let's keep the awesome going. Okay. Let's keep the awesome going. We're into December now. Yep. We've got CCO's Merry Fistmas, Harry Squishmit, Grueling Christmas, Seasons Beatings episode coming up. We do. Yep. That's We're going to do the 10 Days of Christmas episode, right? Or am I going to come up with something extra sweet this year? Well, <laughs> both? <laughs> Each? Both? Yeah. Uh, whatever. I mean, we don't have to plan that right exactly now. <laughs> okay. Sure. Well, we'll come up with something. But we do have a couple giveaways for the arc. Okay. We've got the fairy, fairy secret lair. It, no. The Lisa Frank fairies, for anybody who's wondering. When you say fairy, fairy, is that the actual name? It's actually... Fairy, fairy, fairy. I think. What a stupid name. Yeah. What a... St- why? Somebody explain that to me in the comments. Why is it called fairy, fairy, fairy? Not like fairy... Lisa fantastic. Frank. Yeah, fantastic Lisa fairies. Frank's fairies. Frank's fairies. Frank and the fairies. <laughs> Don't Google that. <laughs> Frank's fantastic fairies. Like, give me something that isn't fairy, fairy, fairy. Unless there's some kind of a clear cultural reference that maybe I'm missing. And why isn't it fairy, 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 fairy? Because there's four cards. There it is. Don't make no sense. Yeah. Watsy, get on it. So if you're watching on YouTube, Joe will have it up on the screen. All you have to do is find the posts on social media, on Twitter and Facebook, that say, hey, here's the thing. Share this. Tag a friend. Help people find CCO. You could get entered to win. At the end of the arc, we're going to give it away. We'll, we we can open it. We can do whatever you want to the cards, or we could just send them, and we'll pack the envelope with some more CCO stickers and stuff as a little uh, thank you and, and Christmas package. Yes. 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 Final giveaway. Final giveaway. This is from last week's pre-show. You comment... You guess the commander, but last week we were talking about like people's favorite like Magic Fest memories and stuff. Yeah. The winner told a story of they heard somebody at a Magic Fest call a judge for a commander game. Okay. Because they didn't know how to split the prize tickets up when a divine intervention ended the game in a draw. <laughs> oh my god. Can you imagine the judge coming over and what what do the judges always say? Goddamn commander oh, players. God damn commander players. Yeah. Every time, right? Every time. Yeah. So that person Kellis. Just that's that's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Well, if that's you, commandercookout at gmail.com at CCO Podcast at CCO Brando on Twitter. You get at us, you let us know your address and that you're that person. And nobody's screwed up by honor system, and we'll send you a pack. Who would play a deck that's designed to make the game end in a draw when you're trying to win a prize? I don't know. I did just paint a divine intervention art behind a Xur the Enchanter. 
on a card. Conserve find divine intervention? Nope. I don't get but it. But he can find necropotence, which is what you find, and then you just draw your whole deck until you go to one life, and then you play divine intervention. <laughs> and then you're like, ah, joke's on you. I have one life. The game's a draw. Huh. That'd be kind of funny, hey? No. I, I agree. I mean, when you're playing for not prizes, yes. <laughs> yeah. But when there's like something on the line, it just seems weird to muddy the waters that way. Ah, yeah. It's just a strange decision. Yeah, you know what? Saying. That's why I just take my ticks at Magic Fest and just, just... Waste them on double Masters packs. That's what I did. I gave all mine to kids. And then I was like, shouldn't there be more? And I got home and unpacked my bag and I found them. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they don't expire. Now they do. Oh, definitely do. Dang. Yeah, man. You, well, I got a souvenir. <laughs> <laughs> I kept a few from my, from like the time we went before this most recent time. Yep. I kept a couple of little things. I thought they had cool art on them. And they yeah, were, the the prize tickets from twenty what, 19, uh, 19 yeah. where they where they were like with the circles with the number in them, and they had yeah. the different planeswalkers on them. Yeah. Those look like legitimate pieces of currency. Like those are cool. Yeah. They were really neat. So yeah. I kept a. I think I kept a one of. A 5, a 10, a 25, a 50, and a 100? No, I didn't keep a 50 or a 100. I cashed oh. those things. I did the land. Oh, yeah. I wanted to yeah. get as many GP lands as I could. Yeah. And I got lots of them. Oh, it was awesome. awesome. Well, hey, here's the thing. Speaking of um, games for no prizes. Oh, you, we played you got, lots You got of a game story from yesterday. Or uh, you, you said, oh, no, you had yeah. a game story from playing game this deck. Game story from playing against this deck, which you're going to get to in a second. I do have a, a teachable moment from yesterday. Oh, okay. If you will indulge me. So... We're, you know, there's the, always the politic. Don't attack me. Don't attack me. The game's yep. over. Somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to not win. We were playing with a guy who was fairly new, and he had built this super cool, uh, it was the upgraded precon of the Grohl Dragon, where whenever you roll a dice, he does a damage to himself. Whenever he takes a damage, you get, you get a 5 a, You four. get a guy, yeah. And he had so many just insane, like, chains of, like, he'd attack, roll a dice, it would take a damage. He'd get a guy. He'd do 11 damage to something. He'd draw a card, which would do another damage he's, to this guy, which would get another guy. It was like he's doing his thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, but he was like missing triggers because he was new and he mm. didn't realize like how intricately connected his deck was. Takes practice. Takes practice. So I was like walking him through his triggers each time, like just to help him out to make sure that he realizes how awesome his deck is doing, right? And then we get down to the end where it's like, it's me and Aiden and this guy. And he's like, okay, what do you do? And he's like, well, he could he could have killed me. Yep. He could have killed Aiden. Hmm. Aiden's tapped out. He has a little blocker, and that's it. This guy has like a 26-26 Hydra with Trample, and I have a Brash Taunter. Yeah, you do. Of course I do. <laughs> and it's one of these things where like he could have killed one of us, but not both. And I'm thinking there, okay, there's an obvious teachable moment I can give this guy, but I'm like holding his hand through his deck, and I don't want to tell him how to like... How to do it. I don't want to tell him the how other to, two players get mad at you. Well, right? yeah, I don't want to tell him how to assess threats because that's like, you got to learn that. Give a man a fish. Exactly. Yeah. And so I got to let him figure it out on his own. And the 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 top level, I mean, of course, based on the board state I described, you yeah. obviously kill me because I have a brash contra. <laughs> I'm just going to fight your Hydra and kill you. Yes. Like, that's what's going to happen. Oh, it's him with the Hydra. Yeah, he has the Hydra. Oh, I have oh, a brash okay. contra. Yeah. He's, at, he's at 10. I'm at seven and Aiden's at three. Yeah. Like we're all dying if this thing attacks us. Yeah. So, but here's the, here's the rub. Here's the rub. And I don't think this guy actually took it into account. Aiden was agonizing over killing my brash taunter. So he obviously has a removal spell in his hand. Like exiling it. Yeah. He obviously has a great removal spell. I only have seven mana or sorry, six mana. And his guy has ward four. Oh. So I technically can't fight his Hydra unless I draw a mountain. Oh. Right? So it's like, does he attack 
me and definitely kill me only to get his th- he's top decking also only to get his thing removed and then he has to top deck into another way to beat the combo deck mm-hmm. or does he preemptively kill the combo deck and hope I don't draw a land right and he's in such a like shitty situation mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there thinking to myself okay I think in that situation the correct answer is to kill the guy you know is going to mess with you right yeah like it, you know that guy is going to kill your hydra you don't know that I'm going to kill you. You don't know that I'm going to draw land. That would be yeah. taking the highest probability line. Yeah. Right? Because it, it, it's Aiden's messing with you saying I can remove your guy. Yeah. So you know that he's got a removal spell. Unless he's fronting, but I don't think that anybody plays that deep in casual, right? Yeah. Nobody tries to next level somebody th- threatening something, right? Exactly. Usually. Yeah. Right? And so, and he made the right decision. Punted, punted Aiden from the from the game, and then I drew a mountain and killed him. But had I not drawn that mountain, he totally would have won the game. Yes, based po- on yeah. information at the time, yeah. he made the highest probability call. Yeah, so right. I was like, I was so proud of this guy, and I told him that after the game. I was like, dude, like yeah. I explained it to him, like why he did what he did, what he did was like the right thing. Normalize like, the oh. post game talk. Yeah, remember, remember we talk about that on a top five and five. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, it's just cool to like see the teachable moment, and then just see the per- and I could see the gears working. And he, he saw through both me and Aiden telling him, no, fucking get him. No, we're just pointing at each other. Kill him, kill him, yes, kill him. Yes, yes. This is, this is my go-to for the people watching on YouTube. This is my go-to. Watch this. Yeah, that's it. Yep. I just hard motion to the other player. Works yep. every time. Exactly. <laughs> and it was just super cool to see like them. Like, you put the thing, you put the thing, and you see him figure out all the information that he has. Yep. And it's like, yeah, man, that's exactly what you should have done mathematically. And while it didn't work out for you this time, It'll work out for you next time, probably. Yeah, because yeah. probability works that way. Well, yeah. If you always and and it's here's where it gets. This is why this game is challenging. Yeah, it's multiplayer, political, and casual, not for prizes, and grudges, and all the things that uh, layer yeah. on top of probability. The highest probability play, as soon as you learn how to identify that and make it, still won't win you the game as often as you think it should over time because all of those other factors exist. Yeah. Right. Because people are involved. Yes. And yes. people are freaking and that's, crazy. That's, that's why the game is so deep. That's why, like, when, when I tell my neighbor that I talk about a game on a podcast, they're like, why is there so much to talk about? How, how do you talk about a game for, like, three and a half years? Yeah, we could talk about people infinitely. And Man, that's the, the intricacy that's of magic comes from the people. I'm still bad at this game. I'm still trying to figure it out. Man. Still, still trying to figure it out. Man, I did figure out how I, I, I smooth-brained out a win with my Enchantress deck, the deck that wins by hurricaning people yeah. and preventing the damage to me. I hurricaned, got a guy down to two, got a guy down to seven. I was like, ooh, I guess I did my math wrong. And I know that he's got a blight steel in his hand because he tutored for it and showed me. Oh. I know that he's got a rift in his hand ooh. because... He, he, he was going to cast it and then didn't cast it. He was like, oh, no, I'm not going to cast that yet. <laughs> I know that he's got a Phyrexian Terraniform and a token doubler so and a sack outlet. So he gets it back and he encores it and he makes double tokens and then double tokens again when it dies. And I'm like, ooh, okay. Go down to seven, go down to two. <laughs> ooh, okay, neither of them are dead. And it's like taking everything I have to tell enemy one to kill enemy two with his Brea. Sack your guy, kill him. Kill him, kill him, kill him, kill him, kill him. No, I'm not going to do it. Rift. Oh, okay, Rift. Should have done it. Yeah, well, then I go, and I go, ooh, draw, Ristic Study. Play all my mana doublers again, because I'm playing Enchantress. Mm-hmm. Ristic Study. Go. 
Well, and doesn't the guy who goes after me say, I'm not paying for anything because he wants to get all of his stuff out to get blockers. He wants to get blockers because he's thinking the same as I do. This guy's got like infinite three, three tokens from Triniform and a blight steel, right? I just need blockers. So he's just playing blocker, 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 blocker. I'm just draw, 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 draw. And I'm like, oh man, I hope because Alex exiled my graveyard a hundred times and milled me. And I don't have any more hurricanes. There's one in my graveyard that I have protection from, from a ruined halo. <laughs> <laughs> and don't I freaking draw a, Gal- a Balaged recovery. Ah, uh, there you go. Yeah. And then it doesn't even work. I can't even... Ca- Anyways, I ended up noodling it out with attackers and I ended up beating the guy. And beating him to death with enchantresses with just like auras on them. Sometimes you got to do that. Sometimes you just got to... Teach, teach a man to fish? No. Take his fish, club him on the head with it, eat yeah. fish, dead guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then you eat his fish. Yes. That's fishing right there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, catch one fish, use it as a club. <laughs> Take somebody else's fish because they're better at fishing than you. Oh, I like that. There you yeah. go. So here's the thing. We've, we've talked for 20 minutes or so. We've got Obosh the Prey Piercer. We haven't yeah. even talked about it yet. Oh, yeah. This was a deck we played against in Vegas. Truth. And we, you've got a story, but we can tell the story as we as we get yeah, to when, the Yeah, when cards. we get to the cards, I'll tell the story. This is Michael Conch's deck. This mm. is Mac, who we shared a room with in Las Vegas. This is his deck. My conch. Yeah, he was talking about it all week, super hard for it. Day one, like Friday night or whatever, he brash tauntered for like 109 or something yeah. on turn four. Brash taunter is so good. He did the thing, right? He yeah. did the thing, which is uh, part of the reason we, we get the high of playing commanders. We get to do the thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this is his deck. Why don't you give it a read, and then we'll 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 talk about the deck. All right, Obrosh the Prey Piercer is an Hellion Horror. 3-5 for Rakdos Hybrid, Rakdos Hybrid 3. It's a companion, doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't matter, it's a 5-drop, 3-5. If a source you control with an odd converted mana cost deals damage to a creature or player, it deals double that damage instead. So 1, 3, 5, 7, 9 CMC things. ETC, yeah. Deal double damage. Correct. Okay, so we've got we've got like draw and removal spells or or mana rocks that have even converted mana costs. We don't really care. Well, they're not doing damage because this guy isn't the companion, right? Correct. And they're not dealing damage. So let's uh, let's hop over to the cards and we'll do like the category is like boring ramp, yeah. boring draw, boring control. We'll talk about all that quick and then we'll then we'll look at the real goods. Yes, we will. All right, Ryan, you talked about it. Let's start with the boring ramp, which I appreciate because I like to use that same title for my my ramp sections in my decks. Yeah. Boring ramp, we have Worn Power Stone, Wayfarer's Bobble, Thran Dynamo, Talisman of Indulgence, Solemn Simulacrum, Sol Ring, Rakdos Signet, Felwarstone, Commander Sphere, Arcane Signet. Regular stuff moving on. It's exactly what you'd see. Let's talk about some draw cards. Card draw. And again, unless it's a dealing damage card drawing spell, which it probably isn't, we don't care that it costs two or four or zero or whatever. Correct. So let's give those a read. Theater of Horrors. I don't actually know what this does. This is a three drop enchantment at the beginning of your upkeep. Exile the top card of your library during your turn. If an opponent has lost life this turn, you may play lands and cast spells among cards that are exiled with Theater of Horrors. And it also has red three. It deals one damage to target opponent or planeswalker. Uh, does that get doubled? because? Yes. Because it's three. The, the, but the, Obosh cares about permanent stealing damage? Any source. Any source. Oh, okay. Yes. So we do care about the first one is exactly... Yes. So if we had infinite mana, we could just... Win with that. 
Oh, I guess we wouldn't even need Obosh, but yeah, I, I don't actually know if there's a way to make infinite mana, but because it's doubled if we have big mana with some of our rituals that we're going to move to in a minute. 100% uh, is 100% more damage, man, I'm telling you. Yeah, 100% it is. <laughs> Sin Prodder. Sin Prodder. You give this one a read. I think you probably know what this one does. I do. Sin Prodder is a 3-2 for 3, one of which is red. It has Menace. I don't know what that does, but this creature has it. At the beginning of your upkeep, reveal the top card of your library. Any opponent may have that card or can put that card into your graveyard. If you do, it deals. Sin Prodder is going to deal damage to you equal to that card's converted mana cost. Oh. Otherwise, you draw the card. And it costs three, so it deals double damage. If you flipped over a Thran Dynamo, for example, they would have to take eight in order to not have you draw a Thran oh, Dynamo. Oh, it's either I draw the card or you take some amount of big damage. Exactly. Thran Dynamo is a good one because it's eight or I draw it. Yeah. And then I'll just pump the mana into Theater of Horrors to deal you damage yeah. anyways. And then I'm going to play it and play something else with it. Yeah. Cool. Solid one. Next up, we have Sign in Blood. Sign in Blood. Painful Lesson and Knight's Whisper are all draw two, lose two variants, right? Yeah, and they cost some variant of black, black, something, something, something. Don't care. Let's look at some control. I think this is kind of like control removal, right? Yeah, we have uh, Shenanigans that kills an artifact and has Dredge. Yeah, and we're actually playing Shenanigans, not just saying, oh, it's Oba Shenanigans. Yes, <laughs> yes. We have Pyroblast. Counters a uh, red thing. Chef's Kiss. A blue thing. I never remember what this card does. Gain control of a spell that targets a single permanent, copy it, reselect targets at random, but they can't target your shit. Oh, so it, we copy and we gain control? Yes, you so get two I, of them. If I cast Terminate on your guy, you go Chef's Kiss, Terminate, Terminate, your two guys. Yes, at random. Oh, at random, but it can't be ours. Yeah, but it can't be our stuff. Chef's Kiss is a cool card. Good art, too. Yes. We have a Chaos Warp. Everyone knows Chaos Warp. Yeah, that removes stuff. And the last one is Pain Magnification. Oh, yeah. Enchantment for three. Three. Okay. Whenever an opponent is dealt three or more damage by a single source, that player discards a card. Oh, yeah. Oh. The bad DSC. Yes, the bad DSC. Yes. Discard a card is the bad DSC. Correct. And That's... you're going to do three with most of your stuff, and people are just going to be pitching cards. Anytime you do two damage with an odd converted mana cost or three damage with anything, yeah. people are going to be pitching their stuff. Yeah. This card would slow games down for your opponents. Mm -hmm. it's, a yes. it's a good one. For allowing us to just do what we do anyways. Yes. Okay. All right, let's, let's double some stuff. Yeah, as if Obosh in our command zone doubling our stuff isn't enough. Now, do, do any of these things deal the damage? It's still the thing. Like, I cast Lightning Bolt. Dictate of Erebos isn't dealing the three damage. It's just doubling what Lightning Bolt is doing. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay, so we have a Pyromancer's Goggles. That doubles spells. So does Double Cast. Yes. Then we have Insult, Furnace of Wrath, Fire Emancipation, Dictaste of the Twin Gods. All four of those either double or triple the damage you're doing. W insult to Injury is, is the card, right? Yes. So Insult is... Damage can't be prevented this turn. If a source you control would deal damage to a player, it's doubled. Okay, and then injury is deals two damage. To target creature and two damage to target player. Yes. Here's the thing. Insult, little known thing. Damage can't be prevented. Eh. If you gain protection from everything with a Tef's protection, and then somebody casts insult, and then their thing that they're dealing damage to you with has infect... Your life total doesn't change, and Tef's protection says your life total can't change or whatever, right? Yeah. But because damage can't be prevented, you get 
poison counters, if you get 10 of them, you can still die with Tef's protection with insult. Ha! Skull crack works the same way. Yeah, good but ass you, cards. But you got to do 10 all at once like to or, or get the 10th one onto them. Yeah. When they try to save themselves with a, with a Tef's protection. Someday that's going to happen and we're all going to just, wow! I don't, I don't know if that'll ever happen. It will. It will. It probably will. You feel like it won't, but it. I have seen some very like niche. This will never happen. Things totally happen. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, like, you're right. Oh yeah, we've been in some situations where the judge comes over and says, "God damn, commander players!" Right? Because yeah. it happened. Yeah. Because you think you want something, and and then you get it, yeah. and you're like, I don't even understand how this works. I don't even get. Why do I even? Is this life? What am I doing? Yeah. Why am this I what doing? Being this? a grown up feels like. <laughs> Okay, where are we going next? Uh, let's go to the rituals. We'll do those real quick, too. Sure. We have Neheb the Eternal. He gives you mana on your post-combat main phase equal to the amount of damage or life lost your opponents have suffered that turn. And it's all opponents, right? Yep. So if I go, like, Earthquake for five, that would be doubled because yep. it's CMC when Obashi's it is seven. Yep. So it would be Earthquake for ten times three players, so he'd give you 30 mana. Yes. With Obosh and with an Earthquake for five. You get 30 mana. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's not too bad. There's a mana geyser. Get uh, a mana for each tapped land your opponent's control. Let's say also 30. Yes, let's also <laughs> go with 30 on that one. Jessica's Will. Oh, is this... I know that this card is good. It's it, 25 bucks already. Yeah. It's, is it as good as everybody says it is? People are saying it's one of the best cards in CEDH. It's very good. Pretty good. Eh? It's it's a pretty good card. If you control your commander, you do both of these things, or you choose one if you don't. Right. You get a red for each card in target opponent's hand, so it at least pays for itself. Yes. If you pick an opponent with three cards in hand, okay. Or exile up to three cards, or exile the top three cards of your library. You may cast them this turn. Play so, them this turn, so you can get land out of it. Oh yeah, so it's like a draw three. Yeah. Chaos draw three. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's not too bad. And there's a dock side. Because it's free, right? Yeah. Because it's essentially free draw three. Yeah. yeah. Draw, draw three. It's like Desperate Ritual and Brainstorm. It's, it's, it's Ancestral Recall. But for less mana. And mana, guy, or mana Flare at the same time. Whatever the hell. I can't think of a ritual right now. But it's a three mana ritual and an Ancestral Recall at the same time. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. Correct. It's pretty good. Like, yes, there's some asterisks on there, but Jessica's Will is a... It's a pretty Just card. don't cast them when you're under the asterisk umbrella. Yeah. Just cast them when your opponent has seven cards in hand. You net four mana and you draw three cards. Asterix, you could draw two or three land, and you can only get one of those land if you haven't played a land this turn. Yeah. But, eh. Yeah, so what? Cut, cut land. <laughs> Obviously, that's the cure, right? Absolutely it is. Are you kidding me? Yeah. How many land are we playing here? Uh, 35. 35. That's, that's fine. That's fine. That's yeah, that's fine because we got like so many one drops. Yeah. Let's talk about some passive, passive hurt. Yeah. Okay. Let's hold on before we get to the passive pain. This this section and this deck is starting to feel like a group slug deck. Is is the vernacular right or is the, the colloquialism? There's sure. a group hug. This is the opposite. And I thought, well, what a what a better way or what? There, there's no better way than to bring the collective CCO nation together. <laughs> then with a group slug deck, right? Yeah. This is kind of the the other inception of Arc of Awesome. Mm. We played with this deck in Vegas. It was a fun time. Let's bring everybody together and let's just smack them all in the head with a fish club. Yeah. You know what I like about group slug decks in generally when they're built like this or like my tour brand, I'm going to be totally self-indulgent there for a second. <laughs> what I like about these decks is they're they're fun to play to pilot they're fun to play against 
They're interest. They make for interesting games, and they're quick. Yes, like you can get a lot of a, a couple of really good games in in not very much time if people are playing decks like this, and they're not like, oh, you comboed me on turn two. It's just like the game just goes really fast because there's so much damage happening. Yeah, you know what? They're not like mana crypt, mana vault, mox, 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 win. Yeah, fast. They're everybody's life totals twenty now, but me, red burn player, has hit the top end of what my deck can do. So now I just have to try to maintain it because I can't push it over the edge necessarily. I didn't draw my Neheb or my Mana Geyser or whatever, right? Yeah. I got to maintain it. And the game, will, the, the game will still go to turn 6, 7, 8, 9 like a regular commander game. But it goes to 6, 7, 8, 9 and people are kind of just like at 15 life. Yeah. So we still get to all do our thing, but... The game just ends sooner. I like that. Yeah. It's, it's, they're they're cool, and it sounds like oh, that sounds miserable, but it's not. I promise. Yeah, it's. I promise. I, I agree. It's yeah. not. I promise. Is yes. is key. Play with Mac. Play with me. We'll we'll teach you. Okay, let's teach him about some massive pain. No passive, passive pain. pain. <laughs> okay, so these <laughs> these are things that just sit there and do damage to people just because they're there. Sure. Starting off with Titan Hunter at the beginning of each player's end step. If no creatures died this turn, this no, hunted, hunting uh, Titan Horror deals four damage to that player. Ooh. And since it costs five, it, it'll do eight. And it deals the damage. Yeah. You can also go black one, sack a creature, gain four life. Yeah. Sure. That's Well, because that way a creature dies on your turn so that you don't take eight. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, you yeah. don't want to take eight. No. I'm going to tell you. Taking eight sucks. Does, does Obosh deal damage to us double? Oh, yeah. I think oh. so. I think so. I'm going to make give, sure. Give him a read again. Source your control without a command deal damage to a permanent or player. That includes us. Ruh roll. Yeah, so yeah. Okay. Well, we got a sack creature, then we'll get to the creature in a minute. Here's one of my very favorite cards in Magic recently. Sulfuric Vortex. Yeah. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, Sulfuric Vortex deals two damage to that player, double to four, because it costs three. And if a player would gain life, that player gains no life instead. Yes. I like that replacement effect. If That's you would do this. You don't. Yeah, that's a replacement effect, yeah. which which makes that one unique. Like, lots of things say players can't gain life, which just bars you from gaining life. This replaces your life gain with no life gain. Yes. <laughs> which is, I like that. I'm sure a judge has said, goddamn commander players. Yes. Of that card being a replacement effect, but I can't think of why. It absolutely has happened. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Razor Pendulum. I don't, I think we could probably cut this for something else. At the beginning of each player's turn, if that player has five or less life razor pendulum deals two damage to that player so and it costs four yeah so it doesn't do double damage it, i i bet you it's in here because there's a naked dude on the card literally a naked dude that that is what that is yes that they is. don't put just naked dudes on cards anymore hey that's true man i miss the days when naked dudes were just Mir on cards naked dudes from mirage hey yeah but Maybe. i think you could probably cut that for something else probably could cut it yeah. volcanic fallout yeah. Cut it for Volcanic Fallout. There you go. Price of Knowledge. Uh, players have no maximum hand size. Sounds awful so far. Yeah. At the beginning of each opponent's upkeep, Price of Knowledge deals damage to that player equal to the number of cards in their hand. Yeah. And it costs seven. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to have seven cards in your hand? Yeah, take 14. <laughs> Sick. Neat. Speaking of having cards in your hand, Court of Ire. Court of Ire is the Monarch one from Commander Legends, right? Yep. Five drop enchantment. Enters the battlefield, you become the monarch. At the beginning of your upkeep, Court of Ire deals two damage to any target. 
If you're the monarch, it oh, deals oh, oh. seven. Yeah, so it deals four or 14. 14? <laughs> Neat. I start my turn. 14 you. And that's if you don't have any other doublers. Yeah. Like, that could just kill somebody. Oh, yeah. Let's say you have a brash taunter in play. Yeah, 28 somebody with well, that. Well, we'll have to oh, see. We'll maybe, have to maybe. see if we the have, brash taunter's still yeah, in the deck. We'll have to see if, if Mac was correct in his deck building. Yes. Ancient Ruins. I love this card. This is a guy getting zapped in a in his butt from like a rune on the yeah. side of a tombstone. He's getting shot in the ass by a laser. It's <laughs> oh, amazing. Ancient Ruins is an enchantment for red too. During each player's upkeep, Ancient Ruins deals one damage to them for each artifact they control. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's just it's cool. It's one of those cards where it's like, oh yeah, whatever. But then you really stop and think, like, how many artifacts does lots of people have? Oh, dude, the, that so guy many. with the Frexian Triniforms. Right? He would have been dead. Oh, he would have eaten all kinds of shit paste. Yes. He would be on the floor with no lips and his butthole would be wrapped around his head. Like, he'd be done like dinner. You ever, you ever, you know, if if I use the term to jersey somebody when you're fighting them. Well, yeah, when you pull your shirt up over their head and punch you, them in the face. Yeah, you, yeah you, you like grab the back of their shirt and you pull it up over their head. Yeah head and like you, you get bent down when that happens and guys give you uppercuts yeah it's like a way that sometimes happens in hockey fights yeah that's why i assume people in the it, land of the free kill rudnitsky knows all about that yeah, yeah yeah but people who are not him right anyways you just talked about butthole being pulled up around over their head yeah i got the vision of jerseying somebody with their own <laughs> asshole <laughs> i also want to like it's going to sound dirty, but I'm going to make it back into something that we, we like. Okay. I want to give somebody a reach around so far that I pull their nutsack up over their head, jersey them with it, and, and then, then give, I just give them uppercuts. Then give them an uppie. But the uppies aren't fists. They're me slapping them, so their lips come off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Goodness man. sakes. I love painting visuals like that and then having people tell me about those visuals. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm playing games with them. This is the arc of awesome after all. Yes. Okay, let's talk about doing... Let's do the thing, get some pain. Sure. These will go quick yeah. too, I think, oh, right? Yeah. Zozu the Punisher. Play a land, take a damage. Take two, I mean. Or four. Tunneling Geopede. I play a land, you take damage. Spell Shock. You play a small spell, you take damage? You play any spell, you take damage. Okay. Scab Clan Berserker. Uh, non-creature, take damage. Rampaging Ferocidon. Ooh, I don't remember. Players can't gain life. Play a creature, take a damage. P creature, damage. Mana barbs. Do anything. <laughs> Tap a mana, take a damage. Keteric Parasite. Play a thing, take a damage, right? But Wh if you control something red, you take more. Whenever an opponent, an opponent, this is excellent, draws a card... They take a damage. Oh. oh so pretty good. Karavik the Merciless. Whenever you cast something, take that much damage of CMC. The OG group slug commander, I think. Yeah, still a hard deck to play against if you don't have removal for Karavik. Still a hard deck to, to not to, to stay alive with. <laughs> Why did they give him such a bad reprint? His next one, like the next Karavik was so bad. I don't know. All creatures get minus one, minus one. Like he went from being like a legit amazing EDH card to being just like a piece of crap that I'll bet you, you forgot even existed. Uh, sometimes I see it. Where? In decks. In, in people's binders when they try to <laughs> trade them. Yeah. 
And the last card in this thing, I'm not sure why he's playing Harsh Mentor. Uh, it, it fits into the do a thing pain. But do it's a thing, take damage. It's an, I guess even converted mana cost. So was mana barbs. Everything else was an odd conversion. Yeah, everything that we talked about there, you essentially double it if you have Obosh. It's still fine because it's whenever an opponent activates an ability. So you're it, it's just yeah. covering all of your bases. Oh, I can still do this. Ah, if Harsh Mentor, now you can't. And you you have other things to double. You've got six other doublers, right? I guess. That's fine. Guess. All right, let's talk about targeted burn real quick, then we'll get into the, the big mama stuff. Yeah, and you know what's funny is lots of these don't actually see a lot of play. So when we can feature cards that are traditionally not very good in EDH, I like it. I like that too. Skewer the Critics. Skewer the Critics is a, a one mana or a three mana card that deals three damage to any target. It's three, but if an opponent has lost life this turn, it's one. Good card. Yeah. Good card. Risk factor. Three damage. Sorry, three mana to deal four damage, right? Unless your opponent lets you draw three cards. Ooh. It's like you take four or I draw three. And I could draw three burn cards that could be like 18 or 27 damage. Yes. Yes. It's a good one. And it's a doubler. Or like it... it, it I say a doubler, I mean it has an odd mana cost. Yes. <laughs> yes. We have Lightning Bolt. Three damage for one mana. Electrodominance. X damage after red, red. Red, red, X deals damage and then lets you cast something for mana cost X or less, right? Yes. So what you would do is just configure the total mana spent into an odd formation. Correct. And if you have a five drop that you want to cast, X has to be five which would make the total casting cost seven. Yes. So it works. Yep. Right? And we're not playing any six drops in the deck, so we would never have to make X equals six for the total co casting cost of the spell to be eight, mm -hmm. to not get damaged or doubled. Good good call. Chain Lightning. Lightning Bolt that you can copy if you pay red, red. If I go light, uh, Chain Lightning, target my own guy, I can pay red, red mm -hmm. to make another copy of Chain Lightning. Mm -hmm. Can I continue to do that as long as I target my own guy, or can I just do it once? You may continue to do it as long as you target your own stuff. As long as I have red mana. Mm -hmm. So if I had one boy in my deck... Yes, if you had a particular handsome gentleman in play and a bunch of red mana... Like from, a mana geyser. Yeah, you could you could probably you know wreck, some, wreck somebody's day with it. You probably could, maybe. We don't know if he's in here. We don't know. We don't well, know. let's keep going. Let's keep going. Calibrated Blast. Oh, novel. It's got flashback. Read it and remember it has flashback. CMC when you flash it back. Still three, by the way. Reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a non-land card. Put the revealed cards on the bottom of your library in a random order. When you reveal a non-land card this way, Calibrated Blast deals damage equal to that card's mana value to any target. Neat. Oh. Cool. I did an alter of that card... I think Mac might have it. If he doesn't, he should have won it on the CCO <laughs> Facebook auctions because it was a really nice altar. Lots of yellows and oranges, which I don't usually do a lot of because they are so freaking hard <laughs> to, to do. Anyways. Last card in the category is Browbeat. It's risk factor, but it deals five instead of four. Oh. Yeah, so or ten. Take ten yes. or I'm going to draw three cards. Yes. It's pretty good. I wonder how often, hey? I wonder how often you just, okay, I'll take 10. <laughs> well, how often do you take five? Every time. More, yeah, most likely. Yeah. A lot of the time, I don't even let people finish reading Browbeat. I just take five. It's like, nah, 
I'll, yeah. just, I'll just take five. You're not drawing any cards. But 10. Yeah, or 10, 20. I'd, 10 I'd stop to think about. 30 I'd stop to think about. Yes, <laughs> that is true. This is the truth. All right, let's talk big damage. Big daddy damage. Okay, so. Don't Google that. <laughs> no, do not. Every card in this category is an odd converted mana cost. We'll start there. Okay. That's where we're going to start, and then we're going to go into Vicious Shadows. Whenever a creature something something. Whenever a creature Graveyard. dies, you yeah. can have Vicious Shadows deal damage to target player equal to the number of cards in that player's hand. Ooh. So you even when your own shit dies, you can just wreck somebody with it. It's a good card. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Rolling Earthquake. That's Earthquake, but gets horsemanship. Does not get horsemanship. Gets everything. Yes, it hits just, everything but things with horsemanship. Yes. <laughs> Repercussion, dangerous card in this deck. Whenever a creature is dealt damage, it deals that much damage to the creature's controller. Ooh. So that horsemanship earthquake, yeah. or regular earthquake if we're playing it, oh, or a card that's coming up, deals damage to all creatures. All the creatures just... Yeah, just, yeah. yeah so it, that can very easily turn you into a smoking husk as well. So five-point earthquake, like I said before, actually gets doubled to ten. Right. And then it would deal ten to each creature. So mm -hmm. if you have four creatures that all take ten, mm -hmm. it just deals forty. That's why repercussion's a thirty-dollar card because mm -hmm. you pair it with earthquake. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then if you pair it with our boy Obosh, it's going to double it to ten, and then repercussion's going to double it again to twenty. So, oh yeah, because yeah. repercussions odd mana cost, and it's dealing the damage. Yeah, nice. It's, it's good. Corvath, Corvath's fury. Whoa! For each player. Choose friend or foe. It's one of those. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. Each friend discards all cards from their hand. Each friend? <laughs> yeah, but re keep reading. Okay. Each friend discards all their hand, then draws that many cards plus one. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. I would choose friend for me. Yes. So it replaces itself and I get a new hand, a That's wheel. Right. Uh, each foe deals damage to each foe at the number of cards in their hand. That's pretty good. Yeah. We are very much assuming that our... Our opponents are going to have cards in hand. Yes. But it's, it's CDH. You usually do. Yeah, and if they don't, you just make them draw one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sure. Heartless Hititsugu. We need to cut this. Yeah. Because Heartless Hititsugu is a 4-3 that taps to deal half of a player's life total in damage. Oh, yeah. So it just... It, it kills you, too. Yes. If you have Obosh in play, it immediately kills you. It immediately kills everybody. Yeah, this should be Earthquake. Because it's rounded... Oh, no, it's rounded down, though. So you would just... You could hypothetically sculpt your life total. To when I have an odd life and my opponents have even lives, it kills them. Then yeah. I go to one. If you could sculpt that situation somehow. Hey, sometimes it just happens. Sometimes it just happens. But is it is it worth the risk? And if I'm the if me and you are the only two left, I'll just wait until I'm <laughs> odd and you're even. <laughs> and you have to sculpt not that. So it changes how you attack. Man, next level. Next level. I'm telling you. Clackbridge troll. <laughs> It looks like a nutsack. <laughs> yes, it really does. It really does look like a. I don't a remember what this card. It has. looks like a testicle in a shirt. Clackbridge Troll is an eight-eight for black, black three. Trample haste comes into play. Target opponent gets three zero one white goats at the beginning of combat on your turn. Any opponent may sack a bro. If they do, you tap Clackbridge Troll, gain three life, and draw a card. Jeez, what does that card even do? It, it's it's five mana to deal maybe sixteen damage. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's not even that good. No, you're not good. It's got trample. Chandra's ignition. Oh, oh, so good. <laughs> Five mana. Target creature you control deals damage equal to its power to each other creature and each other player. 
That's pretty good. Yeah. Clackridge Troll deals 16 to each creature and each player. Yeah. And then Repercussion would double that yeah. to 32 to each creature and each player that we don't control. Yeah. And they have three goats. Oh, they so got goats because Clackbridge. Yes, they're toast. Get clacked. <laughs> the clack back. Breath of Malfagor. Deals five straight up. Five for five, right? Yeah. Blasphemous Act. Oh, Blasphemous Act. The thing that cost one or nine, actually nine, yeah, but to deal 13. It's one. This is pretty much an instant win with repercussion and creatures. So right? long as you don't have creatures. Very, very important. You can't have creatures. Oh, yeah. Very, very important. Very important. Yeah. Or at least less creatures than my opponent. And not four. <laughs> with how much damage, just get rid of your own creatures. Yes. Arcbond. Arcbond. Choose a target creature. Whenever that creature is dealt damage this turn, it deals that much damage to each other creature and each player. Oh, so you arc, you go Arcbond on my Clackbridge troll, and then, and then Blasphemous Act, and then it deals damage 13, and then yeah. another 13. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's not it's too bad. Good. Acidic soil. Oh, this is this is another one that kind of goes with repercussion, right? It deals one damage to each player and each creature they control. What does it do? Acidic soil deals one damage to each player for each land they control. Oh yeah, that's what it is for each land. It's a sorcery. That's okay. Yeah, that's gonna deal lots of damage. Oh yeah, that'll deal lots. Yeah, you yeah. just that's like a win con late game. It's yeah, like creator who? <laughs> yeah, creator what? Take, now, take nine, doubled it. Now, Ryan. Yes. We have talked about 99 cards. 99 cards, Ryan. Yes. One card left. What could it be? What could it possibly be? Could it possibly be Ryan? The handsomest, most versatile, most powerful creature in all of Magic the Gathering? Could it be? I think it should be a Zurin orb. I think you should get the fuck out of here while I talk about Brash Taunter, because he is... In the deck, you knew he was. He's so good. He's a 1-1 one, one for 5. Indestructible. When he takes damage, he does that much damage to something else. And he can fight things on t on command. Fuck, he's so good. Yep. And in decks like this, he really shows how good he is. Yep. 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 Indestructible, eh? <laughs> yeah. Indestructible, baby. Oh, he's so good. Oh, yep. I love him so much. So if we deal damage to him, let's say we do a 5-point rolling earthquake. Yep. Obosh should double it to 10. Yep. Then... Brash Taunter would deal... So so somebody already took 10. Yep. Everybody already took 10. They already took 10. Brash Taunter then deals damage again. Uh -huh. He's got five converted mana cost. Uh -huh. So he would double that 10 to 20. Yeah. So somebody took 30 uh -huh. off of a six mana yep. earthquake. That's right. After we go like uh, Obosh, Brash Taunter... Like maybe on turn four and turn five, and then on turn six, take 30. Yep. That's right. Yep. Yep. And then now uh, you're going to go to combat with your Neheb and play. And well, you can, go to, you can go to combat with Obosh and Brash Taunter and deal eight more there. So somebody's at two, right? Yeah. If, you, if you do all the things to the same person who didn't have a, have a thing, turn six, somebody's at two. Other players are at... Uh, 30. 30, which is fine. Well, they're not going to be at 30 because you're going to go to combat with your Neheb. You get 30 red mana, and you're going to chain lightning your brash taunter, and you're going to machine gun them for six until they're all dead. 
No. You're going to yeah. chain gun with chain lightning. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. You just look like you're, you just look like Terminator on Terminator 2 with the Gatlin gun yeah. shooting all the police cars. Yeah, shooting but down helicopters but and it's, shit. But it's a, it's a bolt of lightning shooting brash taunters <laughs> out of the end of the bolt of lightning like bullets. <laughs> Remember in uh, human, who, and then he scans the he scans the parking lot. Human casualties zero. It'll oh, say yeah. human casualties a thousand. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> Just like everybody. Yeah. Human casualties. Yes, <laughs> that's what it would say. Oh, I love Brash Tondra. I love seeing him show up, and I love seeing him do the work that he was put here in our game to do. Yeah, do what you love and call it work. Yes, yes. Live Brad. your best life, Brash Tondra. <laughs> Godspeed, Brash Tondra. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's the deck. Uh, oh, I should tell the story. Uh, so Brash Taunter's in play. Max playing this deck. Yep. And he had been playing games with, with Kiel Rudnitsky, like all weekend. And every game that I heard of them playing together, Kiel just ended up getting wrecked. Like yes. just totally just wrecked. In terms of wins and losses, Kiel did not have a good weekend. No, no. In terms of fun, he did have a good weekend. Yes. That's key. Now... The game that we all played together, Brash Taunter, I forget how many damage doublers Keel had, but he ended up lightning bolting Brash Taunter, and then through all of the proces- processes that we've outlined through the course of this episode, he ended up 109-ing Keel with a, for one. Pretty good. For one. Pretty he, good. <laughs> it was so damn... And it, the reason he killed Keel was just because Keel had been getting wrecked so hard for the whole weekend. He's like, ah, oh, what's one more? Die. <laughs> what's one more? <laughs> what's one more getting jerseyed with your own nutsack? Exactly. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, uh, super good. Okay, let's let's move on real quick here because okay. we, we both like decks like this. You've got like 100. I've got zero. I live vicariously <laughs> through you and CCO Podcast <laughs> in general. Strengths and weaknesses. Strengths and weaknesses. She gonna burn. Oh yeah, go. You're gonna go fast. Fast, as in not combo fast, but games will be over faster, and everybody will get to still do their thing. I right? think it, it's the good kind of fast that people like because it, like, you still get to play your deck. You get to do all the things that your deck was designed to do, just with less time to do them. Yes, strength. It's is it's a style that we both like. It's a style that is fun that people appreciate. It plays cards that we like. It plays unique and interesting cards that you don't see regularly in commander like chain lightning like skewer the critics like browbeat right yeah because there's better card draw in red than browbeat right definitely right especially now right yeah but uh it, it plays some of those cards because it's taking advantage like draw three or take 20 like that's a decision yeah. that you have to make yeah, that's right? a real question that somebody might actually ask themselves yeah now this is let's move over to weaknesses this is a little bit of a weird one. Let's do one more strength. It's real fast. Okay. I like sure. I like decks like this because how often are you going to see something that's red or black that says do damage that has an odd converted mana cost on it? Uh, Two or three times every single set that comes out? Pretty much. So yeah. this deck is always going to have cool new stuff printed for it. Just incidentally. Yeah, just because. You don't stuff have to Stuff that they didn't even mean for it to be good. You're not waiting for the next eyeball card. You're not waiting for a good scarecrow. CCO top five and five. Yep. You're not waiting for any... You're waiting for something that does damage that costs an odd number. And you're always going to have that. Yep. And that's just cool. Yep. That's very good. That's very good. Let's flip over to the strengths or the weaknesses, though. Do it. This seems weird for a burn deck, but it has an uh, an oddly high average converted mana cost at 346 which is just, it just seems high to me. I don't know. It, it, it is. When you when you think, 
And you might not have to in this deck because you can cast one spell and brash taunt or somebody for a hundred. Yeah. But when you think the deck that gets to double their average CMC, the f like first in the game is usually the winner because they're the first player that's casting two spells per turn on average. And this deck does it a little bit slower than other decks. I don't know if we care about that, but sure. It, part of that is the top end of the deck is the, I don't want to say the top end of what you're doing, but like you need to hit that top end to get those crazy amounts of damage that we've been shrieking about the whole like To you push need, it over the top. Yeah. Like like I said, you hit a kind of a plateau then you have to maintain. And a lot of the times people say, oh, fuck, I don't want you to draw that one thing yeah. that lets you go over the top. So they stomp you into the dirt, right? Yeah, they stop you from hitting five mana because it... If you can't play Obosh or a damage doubler, you, you're just doing three damage or do two we, damage. Do we say then, do we say then, this is what Joe puts on the screen, do we say, could run out of gas? Yes. Right? If somebody says, oh yeah, I'll take ten so you don't draw three. Yeah. Oh, frick. Yeah. <laughs> you, Damn it. You get a frick there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh man. Yeah, like that's how that's how effed you are at that yes. point. Yes. It's like, ah, they're on to you. Damn. La last one, last yeah. one. You are, to, to really take advantage, to go over the top, you do need ev odd converted mana costs. Sure. We've found, though, that there are a couple that we've run that have even CMCs. Yes. Mana barbs, uh, is, harsh mentor. Is that okay? Are we okay with that? Yeah. Uh, in terms of strategically, are we okay with that? Thematically, are we okay with that? Yeah. Or do we just wait for future one and three and five drop burn spells to come out and just swap them? I mean... Both are yes. You sure. Could, you could do either or, and I don't think it really makes the deck any better. I think that cutting mana barbs in this case would probably be a good idea because, like, you're not racing any fast. It, 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 you're bringing yourself down as quickly as you're bringing your opponents down with yes, it. Yes, and mana barbs to deal an earthquake would just hurt us even more, right? Yeah, it would kill you as fast as yeah. it kills anybody so else. So maybe not a weakness, but something to be aware of, right? Yes, with like, those even CMC yeah. things. And there was a really, really good red two instant speed deal two damage to each non-vampire creature that came out in Crimson Vow. It's a good card for this deck. There you go. And and I do like the sweepers that deal damage to creatures and players, like Volcanic Fallout. I think that's got a three, yep. right? Uh, I want to say, no, not Pyroblast. P uh, pyro... Pyro... Pyroclasm? Pyroclasm. Pyrohemia? Pyroclasm no, deals both of those, both three, of those right? are Both of those are even, though. Volcanic Fallout costs three. Uh, Pyroclasm is two. Pyrohemia is four. Neither of those would be yeah. awesome in here. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's threes and fives that you could find. Let's move on to the budget. Budget. Not super, not super expensive and even less super expensive when we cut out the most expensive card in the deck, Dockside Extortionist. Yeah. Probably don't need $70 Dockside in this deck to still go over the top. No. Could run... Pyretic Ritual or, or the, the spend three to get five. Yep. Because you're getting to five and then you just go three mana, make five mana, cast Neheb, attack, get five more mana, do something, right? Yeah. You can still accomplish something yes. and have $70 in your pocket for drinking beer. Correct. Okay. Yes. You could probably also cut the repercussion because it's going to kill you very often. And I can say that with certainty because I play it in my... Ralph God of Earthquakes deck. Yep. And that repercussion killed me so many times and I went to win the game. 
Because I had one creature in play, and it just killed me. Very similar deck to this deck. Yes. And what's funny... And you can save lots of money cutting repercussions. What's funny is that was the next most expensive card in the deck that was on my list, $30. Yep. So we've saved $100 so far and made it so we don't die as often. Yes, exactly. Both it's, good things. You're not accidentally killing yourself. Now, here's the thing. Check this out. Fiery Emancipation, the triple damager. Oh, so good. 22 bucks. Need 22 it. bucks good? 24 bucks good. Yes. Need it? Oh, yeah. Keep it. Okay. Oh, keep that. Yes. Okay. Now, now here's a seriously WTF. Pyroblast, seven bucks? Really? Really? No. There it is. Six. Yeah. Six. Holy. Well, six bucks there. Seven bucks when I made the notes. Holy crap. Yeah, cut that. Cut it. Yeah, cut that. Just play, cut it. play, play uh, shock. It does four. It does deal for Yeah. <laughs> I won't counter your blue creature. I'll just kill it. I'll just kill it by doing four to it. There's other lightning bolt variants, aren't there? There's shock. Shock. Just play shock. <laughs> just play shock. Play more bad cards that are good in this deck. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? After that, if if you save $129, actually, well, $109 because we're keeping fiery emancipation. We're going to keep fiery emancipation for sure. Uh, you save, you go down to 245 bucks. Solid. And all of those mana rocks that are in there that have a real cost you already of, own of them. 30 bucks, you already own them because you have commander decks and precons and stuff. Yep. And everything else is like new-ish cards that don't cost that much. Yeah. Individually, right? Yeah. Most of them are pretty pretty attainable at like they go between 7 and 2 bucks. Like there's a few couple dollar cards. That's fine. And the mana base is like 25 bucks yeah. just just because it has non-basics in it. If you just play basics, you'd be fine. Yeah. Neat. Cool. You could put a Blood Moon in here and only play basics, and then you're then it doesn't help you go over the top, but it stops your opponents from I don't know catching up. Blood I guess. Moon is a good ass card. Let's yeah. just be let's be honest with each other. That's a good ass card. You put all basics in and you save ten or fifteen bucks, yeah. and then you use that ten or fifteen bucks to put a Blood Moon in. That's right. Neat. Yeah. Okay. Solid move. That's the deck. That's the deck. That's it. There's 837 builds when I made these notes on EDHREC.com. Eight hundred and thirty-seven when you made the made the thing. Yeah, there's nine hundred and three today. So Obosh is very popular and is now in the tenth most popular position in Rakdos, putting her right below Zancha Steal Your Girl and right above Cardur Doom Scourge. I've never even heard of that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now, as far as spice calculators concerned, looking at the stock page on EDH, we do see a ton of we're the same it. stuff. We're, we're playing it. We're playing it. We're playing it. So. I'm not going to do the calculation, but honorary spicy because we played against this deck. Member of the nation, Ark of Awesome, Brash Taunter. Oh yeah, it's got everything that you want. Big, big damage. Oh yeah, big, big, uh, big D damage. <laughs> Capital D. <laughs> there we go. Yes, mushroom stamp D. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, big thanks to Mac for sending it in. Yep. Big thanks for for the weekend and the support and sharing the nation with everybody that was in Vegas and being a good member of the Discord community. Being a what do you what do you call that? An ambassador for the nation. Uh, yes, an upstanding individual. Yeah. Well, Very. I don't know if I'd go that far. Oh. I don't yeah. know if I'd go that far. Now you're now you're talking crazy. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, here here uh, you know what? Double card of the week. Card, card of the of week. 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 Got a forty nine cent Obosh. Because even if it's not the commander, it's still a damage doubler. Yep. And all-time leader in number of card of the week 
uh, wins, Brash Taunter. Oh, absolutely, Brash Taunter. I'll give him card of the week anytime I have the opportunity to give him card of the week. We're playing mono white, Brash Taunter. Brash Taunter, yeah, yeah, better yeah. than any card in this deck. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Of course, you head on over FusionGamingOnline.com, CCO Fusion 5 promo code. And here's mm -hmm. here's a sneak peek. We'll talk about this a little bit more in future shows. Uh -huh. But we, we got a little bit of a special deal for, for patrons coming up in the new year. Cool. We're working something out with Fusion to do an extra little, I guess it's, it's a new year, kicking off the new year right oh, with yeah. CCO. And if you want in on that, got to become a patron. So we can, I don't, I don't want to use the word control, but Fusion wants to control this a little bit so we don't just like uh, spend all their money. <laughs> and we're trying. We're we doing are our best. We are trying hard to squeeze them for every dime. But uh, if you're interested, you become a patron, great community, get your FU nickname. And of course, big thanks to all the Kickstarter people. It's not too late. Do it. Yeah, jump on. Links are down in the comments below. It's a great playmat. And if you're into the un- stuff oh yeah we did it first so we did do it first get hop I, on the hop on the trend before it even happens from from YC. i believe i tweeted like months ago like in the summer when the playmat was still under developments and i was like if you like the style of what the next unset looks like you're gonna love what we've got cooking up in cco land <laughs> i tweeted that like in june or something yeah and lo and behold it's like space carnival and it looks exactly like what we did. <laughs> I don't know if I feel good or bad about that. It's like I said on Twitter. I don't blame people from piggybacking our concepts. They're good. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. They're good. That's it. You know what else is good? FusionGamingOnline.com. They're a good sponsor. They help us keep the lights on. Everybody listening out in the nation is good because they're here and they're giving us a reason to record this show each and every week. And we really do love it. And we are going to be back next week with another super good episode in the Ark of Awesome on another episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! <laughs>